Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Welcome to the She Slays the Day podcast with Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Direct, soulful, comedic. Advice for female chiropractors' most stagnating questions. Let's talk business, marriage and relationships, momming, and self-development. Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick. Okay. Hey, She Slayers. This is Dr. Lauren Brunslick, your host, and this is episode 21. That is really cool that we've made it this far. Oh, man. Hopefully I'm getting better at this. I don't know that I am actually, though. When I said on episode one that, like, you're going to get what you get and is just you're going to like it or not, I, I guess I didn't realize how true that was. Um, so this week has been nuts for me. I don't know what the moon is doing um, or what my ovaries are doing, but, like, I've just been in go mode. Um, we had a huge week for our chiropractic clinics. We bought a building, so currently we are renting, um, paying an astronomical amount in rent um, and we found the perfect home and we bought it and I'm so freaking excited um, the thing is it's uh, I don't even like telling people what building it is because it's real nasty looking um, it's a fantastic location and we got it for a good price um, but but I know that we're about to do a huge renovation like it's going to be unrecognizable when we're done. And so I'm like, when I'm like, yay, we have a new home. And people are like, oh, where? I'm like, oh, I don't want to tell them because I think like, I, then I just start going like, but don't worry, we're going to make it so much cooler. And I'm like apologizing and I don't know, insecurities coming out. Um, also had a really cool idea for our listeners, just a way to interact with you a little bit more throughout the week, give you a little bit of, um, inspiration or uh, just a little taste of Lauren in your inbox. So we're not fully announcing it yet. Although by the time this is out, knowing me and how action oriented I am, uh, by the time this episode airs, I will have already like completely promoted it and posted it on social media. So you may or may not know what's going on already. I can't predict what I'm going to do, people. And I also can't be in charge of controlling my own impulses. So I don't know. It's either still a secret or it's fully out there. Um, if it's not fully out there, what I do want to let you know is that you are going to want to be on our email list. 
no, I am not selling anything. Um, if it's a secret still and you don't know what's happening, uh, I am absolutely not selling anything yet. Um, yet oh my gosh yeah no there this is a free thing that is going to be super fun and for us to interact so go to sheslaypodcast.com forward slash besties and make sure that you're on our email list so that way when we do announce it if we haven't already you can be a part of it Another really cool thing, I told you, I told you, this has been an insane week, um, is I had a phone call um, with a certain someone at the WDC, uh, the Women Chiropractic Association, and they have a, their annual conference is coming up in Clearwater, Florida, May 1st through 3rd. And I got a really cool phone call, call about an interesting idea. And I'm excited about it. Um, again, I know so many secrets. So I would be annoyed if I were listening right now. I'd be like, bitch, either tell me or don't. Um, so sorry, all these fun things that are happening that I can't tell you about. But uh, be looking at go, go to that conference in May because there's some cool things. I'm going to be there and we'll get to meet. Um, all right. So last episode, episode uh, 20, Kirby and I at the end, Kirby alluded to a super embarrassing story ugh, that happened. And I told you I would tell you on this on this episode. Um, so here's what you if you have not figured this out about me yet, um, this is something that either annoys you or you find cute and adorable. But I am terrible at colloquialisms. Now, if you don't know what colloquialisms are, um, they're like all of the phrases that we say on a day-to-day -day basis, like not the sharpest tool in the shed. Um, I think I said that one correctly. Like all of those like little sayings that we just throw out. Now, I'm terrible at them, but that does not keep me from consistently trying to use them. So if you've noticed this, like this is something I know about myself. Um, but yeah, when you're listening, you're probably just like, nope, not. One day I was working on an email and Kirby was listening, had headphones on and he was editing a podcast and he just kept laughing and shaking his head. And I'm like, what? what is happening? And he's just like, you just consistently, like every three to five minutes, completely screw up a saying. And it's just funny. Okay. So the story, that's not the embarrassing part. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we're doing our team meetings. We do two meetings every Monday. And, um, we, one of my doctors and I basically started a side gig in a couple school districts where go in and adjust the teachers in the morning. It's really cool um, and innovative and it's a great opportunity that we're very, very grateful for. But when you're dealing with a school district, so like I own my own business, so I went into owning my own business so I didn't have to take um, charge, not take charge. I didn't have to like follow anybody else's rules. <laughs> Okay, you totally have to follow other people's rules, even when you're your own business owner. Um, but like nobody could tell me what to do. Well, now that we're a part of a couple school districts, we totally have to follow their rules. And we um, they're kind of because this is new. They don't really they're not 100 percent sure on it. And they're like, yeah, we'll try it out. So we're just trying to not piss anybody off. Right. We're just trying to like lay low, make them super happy, make their teachers super happy um, and not get kicked out by messing up. 
So anyways, so Dr. Jess, my associate and I have been having to like this first month of school, just handle a couple emails or a couple things. Whereas normally we'd get like really upset and be like, screw off. Okay. We wouldn't tell them that, but like we've had to make a couple phone calls and emails that were us like basically apologizing for something we shouldn't need to apologize for. Like we got yelled at for sending an email. Um, that recommended like diffusing thieves, uh, antimicrobial essential oil. Um, and we got nicely but sternly informed that essential oils are not FDA approved and therefore not a part of the school district's policies. And so kind of got like a slap on the hand. So instead of saying, uh, F off, I'm a healthcare provider and I can do that, recommend that if I want to, we said, I'm so sorry. Like, we did not mean to break any rules. We will never talk essential oils again. Something to that line. So anyway, so we are, Jess and I are laughing about this essential oil email and how we had to like, it was just like the third thing in the course of two weeks. I'm getting to my point here, I swear. And so on the team meeting and I'm trying to explain. And so I just said, don't my, oh, this is R rated. So Charlie Brunswick, if you are listening, like, cover your ears for the next 30 seconds. So on the team meeting, I go, don't mind Jess and I over here eating ass. And as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, no, that is not what I meant to say. And I combined uh, eating crow, I guess, with, well, I guess still also inappropriate, but taking it up the ass. Um, So either way, not an appropriate thing to say on your team meeting when you are their leader and can be sued for sexual harassment. And second of all, just took something like to the next level. Luckily, we have a very, very understanding staff that knows I'm terrible. And um, Kirby's just on the team meeting, just blushing like, oh, my God, Lauren, did you just seriously say that? I'm like, I'm sorry. So there's the embarrassing story. I would love to say I, I, I am working on getting better, yet I just keep finding new ways to screw up. Phrasing. So, yeah. So on to our review. So this week's review is from Dr. Nancy Cooper, and it is titled An Incredible Podcast for Women. She says, Dr. Lauren brings a wealth of knowledge and delivers it in a confident, real and humorous way. I also have to share. She has a nice voice to listen to. Thanks for doing this for our profession. You guys, if you don't know this, but we actually had Nancy Cooper on the show. Episode 19. Go back and listen. She's a really great pediatric doc. Um, I didn't even bribe her to write that review. So, Nancy, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time to write those reviews. They um. They make me feel good to read. So, um, all right. So now we're going to talk about She Slays Savings. Um, So if you have not gone to our She Slays Savings website yet, it is She Slays Podcast forward slash She Slays Savings. Kirby titled it that way. So I would sound like an idiot every time I was trying to say it. Um, There's also just a tab at the top of our website that you can click. But these are some of my favorite products that we have finagled a discount for you. So um, one of the ones that we've been using in our clinic for multiple months now is the Progressive app by Connected and Inspired Media. This is an app for pediatric and prenatal practices. Um, Basically, it looks like it's your clinic's app 
so it's for your patients and there's lots of resources, videos, stretches on there. It saves so much time for us because those of you that know me know that like I don't love talking exercises all the time, even though I think they're fantastic. Um, so being able to say like, go to that app, download it. It's fantastic. It's free for your patients. Um, and you can get 20% off your first month. So that is a fantastic offer. Um, also, another one we have is if you are looking to switch up the way that you're thinking about weight loss, or maybe you're sick of verbally abusing your own body and, um, you know, all the shame and hate that comes with that. I cannot recommend Megan Sanvi enough. Go back and listen to episode 10. It's actually a episode of her and I coaching or her coaching me. Um, but there, if you go to our saving site, you can get 20% off first month coaching with her. Um, and then lastly, my favorite chiropractic artist, Sandy Spines. If you find her Etsy store, um, then there's just gorgeous watercolors of mu the musculoskeletal system, spines, all those things us chiropractors love to fill our walls with. Um, but they're beautiful and you can get 10% off and free stickers just by using promo code she slays. All right. So we are going to pray and then we will get on to our question. <clears throat> Dear God, uh, I'm very opinionated. You made me this way. Uh, today, I am extra opinionated. Please don't let this get in the way of something that you might be trying to do, this burning desire in this woman. Um, I feel like today I'm talking someone out of something that you might be, I don't know. You're either using me to talk her out of it, being like, no, don't do that. And you're using me. Thanks. Um, or I'm just totally getting the way of something you're trying to do. Um, and that goes for everyone listening to this podcast. I just spout off opinions. Um, again, you made me this way. Thank you. But like, help me to realize when to back off and when not to get in the way of something cool that you are doing. Allow everyone to listen, uh, everyone listening to my voice to always reference back to your voice as the actual guiding principle. In your name, we pray. Amen. Okay, so today's question is from Ashley Gonzalez. Now, I'm using her name here because this chick is badass. Um, and she deserves her badassery called out. So she, uh, I'll just read a question because she kind of introduces herself. She says, she's a student at Life West quarter eight. Uh, I am one of the co-founders of Making Her Story. I danced for 10 years prior to school and had absolutely not much of a clue about the basic sciences coming in, but now I've pretty much found my groove. Yay. I'm looking into potentially adding another degree onto my doctor of chiropractic because I love the idea of incorporating nutrition into my practice. I've thought about just hiring a nutritionist to work with me in house, but I can't tell if it's just my pride that's saying, no, don't do it. Just do it yourself or what? I will be 28 once I graduate. My partner and I have talked about getting married, having kids, all that good stuff. And as exciting as the idea is, I'm not sure what I want the timeline to be. I'm curious what your thoughts are. Should I get that second degree? Should I hire someone else? Should I get a basic certificate to satisfy my hunger to learn? Help! My heart and uterus want a baby, but my brain won't stop talking. Oh my gosh, would I kill to have your strength finder results right now? Um, 
So I can relate to this a little bit because I remember I wasn't about to graduate at this, um, but it was my first year of chiropractic school where um, I was loving what I was learning and I wanted to learn more. And so I remember telling friends and family that after chiropractic school, I was actually going to go to med school and become like have a dual certificate and like be an OB also. Um, I can't even imagine how much debt I would have had. Uh, but I had somebody who said like, what? They didn't say like, that's a dumb idea, Lauren. Like I would have said like, what the F is wrong with you? Um, no, they were kinder. And they said like, okay, what would that accomplish for you? Like, what are you looking to accomplish by doing that? And I was like, well, I just want to be a part of the birth process. And so we kind of went back and forth um, where they were like, okay, do you feel like you can't be a part of it enough as a chiropractor? And, you know, ultimately I decided what was right for me, that that wasn't the right decision. I'm not saying that this isn't the right decision for you, but I am saying like, I wonder what you're looking to accomplish by adding on an additional degree. So... I'm curious if you have learner as a part of your top five uh, strengths. Um, I think you definitely have achiever if I was just going to guess, because I don't know a single person who starts a women's chiropractic conference while they're in school. Like nuts. Um, if you guys ha aren't following the Making Her Story account, they uh, by the time this airs, it will... Oh, I think it's like happening this weekend or something like that. It's this really amazing conference that's happening in San Francisco. And these students started it like what? That's nuts. So I think you have Achiever, um, but you're falling into a really normal pattern that happens when you're in this like final stretch of being a student. Um, it's really common for no matter what your strength finder is, when you are, you know, so like when you're in middle school, you know you're going to high school. We've talked about this on the podcast. When you're in high school, you kind of figure out, like, you know you're going to college. And then when you're in college, you figure out, you know you're going to chiropractic school. And then as you start to come wind down in chiropractic school, there's this subconscious crisis that happens internally where you can't plan the next four to five years of your life. And like, if you're lucky, you can plan one to two. And that's a new place for people. And it can be really uncomfortable if you have the mindset or like if you're a planner that like always needs to know. So I kind of see you needing to plan out what is this going to do? Should I go to school? Should I do this? And it's like, OK, this these are great questions. But just realize that right now in school, your brain is trying to fill in all of these gaps that nothing more than life experience will be able to fill in. And that sucks and it's unfortunate. But until you actually start living and practicing with this degree, a lot of these questions are just going to stay there. Um, so I am wondering, I don't know the state laws of every single state. Um, but I do know that chiropractic chiropractors know just from what they're taught in chiropractic school, uh, between 98 and, or they know more than between 98 to 99% of people graduating, like in the healthcare field. Um, and that 1% is probably nutritionists. <laughs> Um, so for you graduating with a doctor of chiropractic 
degree. That's amazing and entitles you to talk nutrition already. Now, in Wisconsin, we had to go on and do like we were required if I was going to talk about supplements to do this little side training thing. So like you might have to do that just for like legal standpoint. Um, But I don't think that going on and getting an additional degree is necessary at this point. You can learn, you can go to like weekend conferences, you can do things like that if you really want to. But just the letters DC after your name totally gives you authority and entitles you to and enables you and empowers you to discuss nutrition with your patients. And I'm glad that you want to because not many other healthcare providers are. Um, But really, the results are going to speak louder when you're like than those letters. So what I would not say is don't go spend time getting extra letters past your name. Get up and going and start getting those nutritional results with patients, with family members, with friends, and start getting like results and testimonials that you can communicate. That is going to sell you as an authority in your community on the subject of nutrition, in my opinion, way more because you already have a chiropractor, a chiropractic license. Like if you were just Joe Blow, um, I would say like, yeah, you should probably go get some, some, um, like some letters past your name. Uh, but you already do. So you already demand a lot of authority to be speaking on this subject. I don't think more is necessary. So, um, the idea would be that whether you're doing this with your initial pa- initial first patients or you start doing it right away with friends and family, the ability to sit down with someone, get their actual goals um, and expectations clearly communicated to you, create a game plan for them that you think is going to help them reach those goals, then capturing once they get those goals and expectations, they get their results, the ability to capture that testimonial from them and share it with the community is actually what will set you apart. Because there's lots of really good chiropractors out there who are talking nutrition, um, but they don't know how to give a game plan to a patient. So they may have all this knowledge in their head, but they don't know how to clearly communicate it to a patient. So then the patient doesn't get results. Or there's lots of chiropractors out there who have all this information in their head and they can give a game plan. But then once the patient like gets the results, they just let the ball drop and they're like, yay, that's great. I'm so glad you lost 50 pounds. I'm so glad that your arthritis, quote unquote, went away. I'm glad that you were able to get off your anxiety medication and they don't do anything with it. So if you focus on like reading the books, doing the things you need to do to have like substance behind your game plan, but literally what you already know in your head might be enough, um, learning how to get those results, communicate them, capture them and share them is going to bring more patience to you than those extra letters. Uh, Basically, I'm telling you, I want you to stop spending money and I want you to start actually making money. Uh, You know, achievers, this is another, if you're not a learner in your top five strengths, you're totally an achiever. Um, We can get really distracted by accomplishments, awards, extra letters, basically shiny objects. And I want, as you're graduating, you to have laser focus that chiropractic is your 
like is your shiny object and you can layer in nutrition, of course, but I don't want you to get distracted and like go off and get some nutritional degree, put yourself $50,000 more in debt because you're going to be in the same boat. Um, so you may know exactly what you want. And this is, I'm not saying you don't eventually go get, like if you want to eventually go get some additional training, invest more money in yourself, that's fantastic. But I would really recommend getting up and going first because you might think you know exactly what you want practice to look like. You may think like, all right, I am going to graduate and I am going to open up a clinic and I'm going to do stool samples and hair analysis. And we're going to be giving custom um, all of this stuff and supplement plans and discounts for if they buy the bundle. Uh, And you may start practicing with your first few patients and realize that you hate it. Um, Maybe you won't, but you might learn that you love the idea that of people knowing nutrition so you can love nutrition and realize that you hate being the uh, vesicle to get that nutrition information to them so here's an example (laughs) so I my life would legitimately be better if 100% of our patients knew what I know about nutrition actually I'm going to say Dr. Katie because she's She's my other associate and she's so our lives would be so much easier if everyone knew what Dr. Katie knew about nutrition. Um, But I learned so like with our ADHD patient, here is how a real life conversation often goes. I'll sit down with mom and mom's like, oh, his behavior. I just, you know, we're getting all these things. And and we're like, I'm like, okay, so what are they eating for breakfast? And mom's like a pop tart. We just, he's a pop tart on the way to school because we have a commute. And I'm like, oh, okay. So sugar, really bad for the brain, especially in the morning, such an important time. A child should be getting anywhere between 10 to 15 grams of protein, you know, talk about blood sugar, this or that. So like really we need, and I all of a sudden start to see the mom like close down and like, we all of a sudden do not seem like we are on the same team. And she goes, well, how do you suppose I get that? I go, well, um, there's lots of different ways of protein. Eggs are an easy, oh, he hates eggs. Okay, have you tried all the different kinds of eggs? Hard boiled, scrambled, soft boiled, fried. No, he hates eggs. He will not eat eggs. I'm like, okay, let's move past eggs. Um, What about smoothies? I don't think he'd drink a smoothie. Okay, um, even like peanut butter and banana and strawberries and oat milk. Like it basically tastes like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich drinkable. I don't think so. Where do you even get oat milk? Walmart sells oat milk now. It's fan- Well, how much is that? I'm not really sure. I think it's between five to $7 a quart. It can get kind of pricey. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Where I personally, I would love nothing more than that child to be eating a really good breakfast. Like that would be amazing. I've learned that I cannot devote 10 minutes in my clinic semi-arguing with a mom over like what, like it just doesn't, it's not congruent with me and this and that. Um, So you may be able to save yourself from going and doing this and being like, I want them to understand nutrition. How can I accomplish that without it coming from me? Because once you start practicing on patients, again, you may love, you may go like, oh my gosh, finding a solution to that mom is like what I live for. That's fantastic. We're going to come back to that in a second of how to set that up in your practice. But you may also go like, meh, 
no, I kind of just want to be like, hey, what's he eating for breakfast? That's not ideal. Here's some recipes type thing that I'd recommend and get in and out of that conversation. But you really won't know for sure until you start practicing and doing the back and forth with patients, trying things out. Okay, so let's take a little side note, tangent, and go like, let's say that you start practicing and you love the long conversations about nutrition. Um, Here's the thing that I would encourage. Don't blow a good thing that you've got. So if we were to take every profession and line them up based on like the amount of money per minute that they are capable of like billing, capable, like obviously there's gonna be huge fluctuation here. Um, Chiropractors fall pretty high up that list. I mean, like surgeons, lawyers, a lot of those are ahead of us. Um, Actually, I don't know. I bet you my hourly rate would be more than a lawyer. Anyway, not a surgeon, that's for sure. So anyway, so what I'm saying is, is nutritionists in general, unless you are like a nutritionist to the stars in Rodeo Drive, their hourly rate of what they can reasonably charge someone is lower than your time. Now, any nutritionist listening or anybody who is like sensitive and offended, I am not saying that nutritionists are below chiropractors. I'm saying that a nutritionist is used to billing in chunks of a half hour to an hour. I bill in chunks of five minutes. Um, So if I were to extrapolate out my five minutes to an hour, I would have to charge a patient. I'm really bad at math. Also, in addition to colloquialisms, I don't know, like for somebody, if they said like, I want to spend an hour talking to Dr. Lauren about my son's nutrition, I would be like, um, you're going to have to pay me like $300 or something. Cause I, it's just my value system and like what that time is worth. (laughs) That's why my husband laughs because this podcast is not making any money and yet it's an hour of time, but whatever, I digress. So if you love that, I recommend you love that, like spending that time streamline as many things as possible. So make webinars, make videos, make handouts, make resources. So you're not spending one hour talking about nutrition with a patient. You can say like, okay, so at your next appointment, we're going to talk about breakfast and what an op- a really good option is for little Timmy. Here's a diet diary. And then at the bottom of the diet diary is a link to a YouTube channel. Um, I'd like you to watch the YouTube video entitled Ideal Breakfast for School Kids. And that might be a 30 minute YouTube video, but you record that once and then you just reference it multiple times. Um, And I I would recommend, and I know that might not scratch the itch as much as you think it's going to of like, oh, but I want to have that conversation. Like, I don't want you having a 30 minute breakfast conversation 17 times a week. Like you're a chiropractor, shiny object. Okay. Like let's just figure out how nutrition can be a part of your clinic where it makes the most sense, maximizing time. And again, like, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm being so opinionated. You can take all of this. Like I said in the prayer, if God's like, no, Lauren, shut up. What are you saying? This is what I want for her. I've got big things. Then like, whatever, you know, just laugh and be like, okay, sounds good, Lauren. Um, so you don't talk much about money here, but you do bring, um, you, you're a chiropractic student. So I'm assuming you have debt from school. Uh, we will, I don't think Kirby and I have done an episode yet on, I think we've just referenced how much we value starting with low overhead. 
Um, so I rarely answer questions with like a concrete no, but you said something about like, should I just hire a nutritionist? No, don't do that. <laughs> now, if what you meant by that is like, no, should I have a new, should I look for a nutritionist to independent contract out of my clinic and pay me rent? Then sure. Um, but if you're saying, should I pay 50,000, 30,000, 70,000, I have no idea how much nutritionists make, um, to work for me. No, don't do that down the road. If that's like burning in your soul and your life purpose in a year, two years, three years, 17 years, whatever, go ahead and do that. A cheaper way to do that in the beginning is Again, if this is like, listen, nutrition is like a part of my like bloodline, my lifeline. I don't know. Um, then start looking around in the city that you're going to open practice in and start meeting nutritionists. Um, send them an email and say, I'm starting a practice, a chiropractic practice that will be strongly built on the foundations of nutritional principles. I believe that like what you do is valuable and I don't want to like, you know, double up, whatever. Can we meet so I can just refer patients to you? So check around, meet with them and you can find a nutritionist that your philosophies align and heck, like open up in the same mini mall as them, like be literally close to them if that works out and talk to them, be, build a relationship with them. And after a couple of times, you know, say like, hey, can I, I plan on referring most of my patients to do an initial consult with you. Can I get a special discount just for my patients? Um, and that way, you know, like they're getting that information. It it is definitely still very a part of your brand, but you're not spending the time doing that. And that doesn't mean that you're not following up like, OK, what did they say? But hopefully you can see like how that might be a wiser way to invest your time and energy when you are starting a chiropractic clinic. Um, you know, because I, we kind of go back to the like their nutritionists and you're like, well, should I get a nutrition? No, you don't want to go get a nutrition degree. You are a chiropractor. Make your money being a chiropractor who talks about nutrition. Um, because again, when you're spending this time, realize that a nutritionist can bill insurance as a nutritionist. So they're going to bill and say like, yes, I would like reimbursement for that hour that I spent with that patient talking about weight loss. I don't think going and getting a nutritionist degree so you can bill for that hour is a good idea. It's not, I don't know how much they get reimbursed, but it's probably not worth you going and putting yourself in more time, like spending more years of your life and more debt. Um, but back to that, like what you would charge, why would a patient, if you have a really wonderful nutritionist and you can send them and that person can use their insurance to get reimbursed for sitting down for an hour. Yet with you, they would have to pay $400 for that hour. Like, do you see where it's like, ugh, it just kind of, it gets a little messy with the actual logistics of this. Not trying to fully talk you out of it. I just want you to really think through the logistics and you don't have to do this before you start practice. I recommend 
you get out there, hang your shingle, or if you want to associate, go work for a clinic that is doing a ton of nutrition. I would much rather you get a low paying associate job somewhere in the country that is doing incredibly innovative stuff with nutrition, learn from them, than going and continuing to be a student. Start making that money. Um, then lastly, you know, you kind of bring up this baby on the horizon thing and it, it makes sense that you might be thinking, well, I want to get all of my schooling done before I become a mom. And I, I, I get that, but I would much rather, again, you do all of the grind of opening a practice before you become a mom, if that's possible, rather than schooling. Um, because when I look back on us starting a practice, I don't know where I pulled the time. Well, yeah, I do. We didn't have kids. Um, so we were working, you know, people want to know, like, how did you pay off your school loans in five years? How did you go from five to 300 in that amount of time? Like, they want to know. And my story is unique, because it's like, we worked our asses off and didn't spend money. And I didn't have to balance being a mom and a chiropractor. Now that doesn't mean you can't do it. I'm just saying like, if you don't have a kid yet, open up that clinic and start just working 80 hours a week towards getting money coming in the door. And that way, when that baby does show up in your family, you can afford to take time off to go to a conference to learn about more nutrition. Or you'll have been in practice for a little bit and you'll know like, you know, I thought I really wanted to dig around in people's poop to find out what their food allergens is. But uh, uh, fancy that, I don't like doing that. So I'm gonna send out for poop samples. Um, or maybe you love poop. I don't know. I don't know you that well, Ashley. And the thing is, is this is gonna be a really profound statement. You don't know you. Um, no, you don't know what practice real life Ashley is like. You just know the student version of you. That's pretty much the only version that you are trying to project into the future and say, how will student Ashley, what does she want? What is she envisioning? And that's messy because you're right. It's your brain is student version and that doesn't know, that doesn't really know what your real wants and needs out of a successful, and big air quotes around successful, your version of successful practice will look like. So you can't trust her totally. So get out there, start like making money, start interacting with real people and be willing to pivot. Be willing to go like, you know what? I've been in practice two years um, and I, I still need, I need to have that nutritional degree. Fantastic. That means so much more at that point. And you're so much, you know, you have real life experience that you're bringing into that than just jumping from school to school. Um, okay, gosh, do I have anything more to say? I think I covered everything that I need to. I love you. I I don't know you that well, but I think that you are, <laughs> you're a driven person. Like I said, there are not many students out there who in their spare time in between tests and boards, um, take it upon themselves to organize a national chiropractic conference in a major city. So that's incredible. Um, and I want you to take nutrition and dip it into your chiropractic clinic as much as possible. Focus on using 
the information that you just spent the last however many years getting into your brain and um, instead of like continuing to want to gather, start distributing. Okay. Stop spending money, start making money. Um, Yeah. So with that, love you all so much. I hope I didn't talk anybody out of something, Um, but maybe you were supposed to, maybe you were getting distracted by a shiny object. I am the queen of shiny objects. I'm like, Oh, I mean, case in point podcast. podcast shiny object if somebody would have said lauren how are you going to make money with this i don't know i still would have done it because i'm opinionated as f and i have a feeling that if ashley uh she seems very similar to me and she gonna do what she gonna do so this is just like two girls sitting down with a glass of wine and me saying have you thought about this have you thought about this and if she's like "Mm -hmm, i did i did i still want to do it you go on with your badass self so make sure you're subscribed we have some really cool episodes coming up in the next month um i am just still this is really like uh over dramatic. So I just interviewed Devin Vrana uh, last week and had one of the most amazing conversations on male female energy, what it's like being female practicing in a male centered world. I will tell you, it is not the direction I thought that the conversation was going to go, but holy cow, just mind blowing. So I can't wait for you to hear that. We've got one coming up on the Enneagram because I just keep getting questions from people being like, what do you mean when you say you're a three? You will find out and you will also find out what you are. It's just basically the new Strength Finder. It's like the trendy social media version of Strength Finder. Um, But that's a really great conversation. So I am excited. So make sure you're subscribed. Uh, Make sure you are on our email list. Again, that is sheslayspodcast.com forward slash besties. Um, And until next week, She Slayers, bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission, and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait.